Um, yes, you can still buy a brand new Hyundai, including the new 2020 venue. Visit DavisHyundai.com for door-to-door service. Davis Hyundai, 1655 North Holden Avenue, Ewing Township. Fourteen ninety WBCB, Levittown, Fairless Hills, Fenton. It's time now for St. Mary Healthline. Your health is your most precious asset, and every Wednesday at 9 a.m., you can tune in for advice on how to better manage your health. Hear about important medical issues from the doctors and professionals across all service lines from St. Mary Medical Center. So without any further ado, it's time now for the St. Mary Healthline. Ah, yes, the doctor is in, and we've got one. How about it? Dr. Nathaniel Holtzman, plastic surgeon, division chief at St. Mary Plastic and Reconstructive Surgery. Thanks for coming on, doctor. Hello. How are you? Good morning. It's a pleasure to be here. Thanks for having me. Well, finally, we can can get a doctor here. They're on call with all the nurses and everything else going on. It's uh, nice you can break away here. We're going to be talking about uh, plastic surgery, reconstructive surgery, and do you think you could make me look like Brad Pitt before we're done? I think you might be able to do, <laughs> do something for me? Anyway. You know, there's movies, that, there's movies about that. I know uh, it, I know it. And, it, and it's probably, a, not, it's probably a, uh, a, a little over the top, you know, but a lot of times the reconstructive or, uh, you know, is, 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 is very constructive and uplifting. And this is also a psychological portion to it, don't you think, when it's, uh, when it's done by you? Do you feel like there's a psychological lift? Do you feel better about yourself? I think that's what your patients would think so, right? Very much so, very yeah. much so. And in talking about psychological lift, before I go on about uh, plastic surgery, yeah. um, I just wanted to uh, say a big uh, thank you. And, and, and really just my heart goes out to all of the healthcare workers at St. Mary, all of our nurses, all of our aides, our transport, the doctors, the, the administrators, everybody that's gone into uh, working together as a team to, to fight this COVID pandemic. Uh, they really have done an amazing job, and and uh, you know the support that they're showing for one another, for our community. Um, I can't uh, express enough gratitude Great. for everything that uh, that our our community is doing, and and that to me is in and of itself psychologically uplifting um, in the times we're living in today. No question, and it's actual National Nurses Day, so you couldn't have picked a better time to be on, to be sure. <laughs> and uh, you you probably know about all that teamwork. That's what we know about St. Mary's. Whatever you're doing, you know, from the navigators to the assistants to everything else, when surgery is done, all the gathering of information, the appointments, and who's doing what, the nurses and the navigators and x-ray technicians and everything else, everything has to be going in the same direction. I know we talk about it all the time, but it's, it's, always, it's always easier said than done, isn't it, Doctor? Oh, it's, it's very much a choreographed dance. Yeah. Yes, uh, you know, that's a good way. Especially when you, you consider... What we do in plastic surgery, a lot of what we do is reconstructive uh, procedures uh, involved with other service lines. For example, uh, breast reconstruction or um, uh, you know skin cancer or head and neck reconstruction, right. reconstruction after traumatic injuries and accidents. Mm, and yeah. there's a lot of coordination between um, our plastic surgery team with uh, the surgical oncology teams, with the orthopedic surgery teams that are dermatologic teams, and uh, it's not just myself and the surgeons, but there mm. are the nurse navigators, our scheduling teams, uh, and obviously the, the, the OR staff as well. Right. Um, uh, but it, 
it puts us in a wonderful position to be able to serve the community because we do have all those resources. Yeah, having uh, uh, experienced uh, hip replacement surgery, you you met, you're hoping everything is going to be in the same direction going, but it was, and you know you you get a, a clear picture of what's going on, how it's going to be done, what's going to be like afterwards, the rehab ahead. And all you leave there with a complete dossier that looks like war and peace when, when you're all said and done. So there's no, there's no question in your mind what you're doing, where you're going, and how to get it done. And I think that's uh, uh, that's at least my personal insight uh, for that. And I'm sure that's what you're trying to do as well to keep the the patient in the loop as, as well, and sort of give them the you know the Newt Rockney pep talks at the same time, right, to make sure. You know, they got it, they're, they're upbeat and everything else and going to have a positive attitude about everything. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. You know, yeah. one of the more common procedures that I perform are breast reconstruction procedures. So mm. these are patients that are uh, afflicted with cancer. They're scared. Their family's scared. Mm. Uh, and, uh, you know, they, they're, they're in our office and speaking with me about uh, some things that they never thought they were going to have to face. Right. So yeah. They not do- only, yeah. Uh, you know, explaining to them how we're going to battle this and get through it, but it's also giving them the uh, the, the map um, and the pathway yes. of how we're going to get them from A to B and, and back to their life and, and to the quality of life that they deserve and expect. Yeah, I know the, I know. we did one on the uh, uh, woman who was running the wig store, you know, after cancer surgery, and and you said, where, where, where did they come up with that one? But they, boy, all the testimonies and the way things were going, and it's the psychological part of it, the lift, the, the awareness, and all the other stuff. So it, it's so many different components. But let's just talk about what's plastic and reconstructive surgery, and how do you define that in, in, that you can tell our audience, doctor? Uh, absolutely. So, you know, some of what plastic and reconstructive surgery is, is uh, the cancer reconstruction that we've mm-hmm. been talking about. Sure. So that's um, doing a reconstructive procedures to restore uh, the body's shape um, and to help some people re- return back to normalcy. And that could be after cancer, and that could also be after trauma, um, that mm-hmm. could be after scarring and things along those lines. Yeah. Um, there's also the restoration of shape after massive weight loss surgery. So we have a, a large bariatric program oh, at yeah. St. Mary. Uh, and you know, after massive weight loss, it can charge. It can uh, result in significant changes of body shape uh, and skin and things along those lines. So uh, we're there to also uh, perform those body contouring uh, procedures. Mm. Um, we also do a lot of wound care for the hospital. Um, so I also uh, am the medical director of our wound center, and uh, we we help with very complex and complicated wounds uh, to help them heal. Uh, mm-hmm. And then lastly is the when people really think of the media uh, type or the, uh, I should say, the sitcom plastic surgery, yes, yeah. um, that is the cosmetic end of things, which is a, 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 an important component of our practice uh, and, and something we enjoy doing. Um, but there's those kind of multiple facets. So it's almost like four practices in one. Yeah. It's, uh, is there a difference between elective and non-elective? I mean, uh, you know, I... I you know, bro, uh, somebody breaks their breaks their nose or something. So you know, you try to fix that, uh, and someone just well, I just want a new nose. I mean, is there elective or, or is non-elective? Is there a difference between the two? There, there is, and there's a lot of nuances to that because mm. it's not just elective or non-elective surgery. It's mm. there's elective surgery, there's non-elective surgery, uh, and then there's scheduled surgery. Mm. So, for example, uh, somebody that. Uh, 
is concerned with their, say, abdominal shape um, and is coming in for a tummy tuck procedure uh, or, or, or what we call an abdominoplasty, that would be something that we would term elective. Yeah. Now, then there is the example that you gave with somebody that uh, unfortunately was involved in some type of a facial traumatic event that resulted in uh, a fracture of a nasal bone. Now, that would be a, uh, a non-elective surgery, yeah. um, but it could be something that's scheduled, something that isn't necessarily emergent. Um, and then there are those emergent reconstructive procedures where, um, you know, we see, uh, unfortunately, dog bite attacks or other traumatic injuries, where then we need to take people to the operating room relatively quickly to repair those injuries. Yeah. All I think, think of is uh, Rocky on the operating room. It's my nose, you know, I fix my nose. You know, that's the way I could remember <laughs> remember that from the from the movies, you know, reconstructive stuff, too. Uh, you mentioned the bariatric with, with skin folds and things like that. There's got to be, that's a little tricky, too, isn't it, Doctor, when you're, you're dealing with that. It's the after, aftermath there uh, of what it's going to look like, right, and then move on. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I think these, all of these patients who have uh, sought bariatric surgery or uh, weight mm-hmm. loss through um, other medical means, sure. or just even through diet and exercise, who have had massive weight loss. Yeah. The, oh. uh, the excess skin that can develop from that um, yeah. can be very daunting. And, you know, we want to offer people these procedures so that they can return to uh, normalcy, so they, they can, uh, you know, partake in all of those activities that they want to uh, yeah. be involved in without the uh, excess skin or without the yeah. complications that can come from that, such as rashes and discomfort and pain. Um, So they've done an amazing job of losing this weight, and we want to be able to give something back that they can then continue along their journey. Not only that, but the the cardio. I mean, there's less of you. There's uh, maybe meds you don't have to take anymore. Uh, you know, uh, help in, in heart function. I mean, you can you can you can name more than a few uh, that would some of the all the benefits that would spring from this sur- surgery like this, right? Oh, absolutely. Sure yeah, no, the, the the medical literature has definitely demonstrated that. No question. Um, the, these weight loss procedures or, or weight loss in and of itself yep. have not just changed. Uh, it, it's not an appearance change. It is a. Uh, a quality of life change, it is a lifestyle change, and, and sometimes it can be a, a life-saving procedure uh, for people right. that uh, had significant comorbidities. Yeah. That would be non. That would be a uh, non-elective <laughs> when that happens, right? No, quite. I, that's a, that'll put that one right to bed. We're talking with uh, Dr. Nathaniel Holzman, plastic surgeon, division chief at St. Mary Plastic and Reconstructive Surgery. Doc, we'll take a break. Come right back. Dear neighbors. Our hearts live to fix yours. The St. Mary Cardiovascular Team stands ready to save your life in ways that are safer, faster, less invasive, and sometimes extraordinary. You see, that's our mission, to treat you with brilliant technology and simple human kindness. Call 8447-ST-MARY or visit stmaryhealthcare.org slash heart. You won't see termites crawling across your floor, but thousands might be devouring the wood in your walls, weakening the structure of your home. For over 50 years, termite proofing and pest control of the Delaware Valley has been in the exterminating business. If you think you have a pest problem, they're the experts. Call them today at 215-639-5455. 
That's 215-639-5455 for TPPC. Termite proofing and pest control of the Delaware Valley gives your home or business peace of mind, knowing your pest problem is in their hands. Located at 1560 Bristol Pike in Ben Salem, they use only EPA-approved material applied by licensed technicians. Call Termite Proofing and Pest Control of the Delaware Valley at 215-639-5455. We now return to St. Mary Healthline. In the arena with Dr. Nathaniel Holtzman, plastic surgeon and division chief, plastic and reconstructive surgery. And trying to paint scenarios, who's eligible, elective, non-eligible, non-elective, those kind of things uh, with Dr. Holtzman. Uh, doctor, what about some of the other uh, factors that uh, could, could be a roadblock, like uh, pre-existing conditions, heart uh, problems, diabetes, uh, things like that? Could that, uh, could that uh, follow the process or you have to be a little more judicious with what, you, what you're looking at? Absolutely. I mean, we're always very selective with mm. the patients that we are choosing to operate on. And there's many reasons for that. Number one, and first and foremost, is we want patients to do well. Mm-hmm. We want to minimize any risks of complications anytime that somebody is undergoing a surgical procedure. Um, that is a big deal, no matter how uh, big or small a procedure can be perceived to be. Mm-hmm. Um, so we want to make sure that patients are optimized for surgery. So uh, just because somebody has other conditions, like you mentioned, diabetes mm-hmm. or high blood pressure um, or, or uh, underlying kidney disease, something along those lines, Depending upon what procedure that they need to have done, we always risk to stratify those patients so that uh, the benefit of the surgery is going to outweigh any of those risks and then do everything we can in coordination. You talked about teamwork, so we coordinate with primary care physicians, we coordinate with the cardiologist, we coordinate with anesthesia, and do everything we absolutely can to optimize those conditions so that patients can get the best outcomes they need. Now, a lot of the surgeries we do, can be very large procedures. They can be long procedures. Um, so we, we do need to make sure that um, the the procedure is the right solution mm-hmm. for that individual patient. So, you know, everything in, in my practice is very what we call patient-centric. Mm-hmm. Um, it is all about the patient and what we can do for that patient uh, effectively and safely. Right. Uh, it could be uh, uh, different scenarios, too. One of them... Uh, 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 interesting here on the on the sheet of questions here. Someone wanting or needing plastic reconstructive services after their uh, different illnesses could lead to someone to wanting surgery. Uh, maybe they, maybe it's an autoimmune issue, uh, something like that. That's all I can think of. Is there other things that w- would be more of an interventional kind of thing uh, to to uh, solve one problem and uh, create something else? Is that is that uh, is that a possibility too? Oh, oftentimes we do see that uh, there are various conditions where people need to take medications mm-hmm. that uh, can result in uh, what we call fatty deposits or excess fat that can be deposited in specific areas of the body. Um, and for certain patients, that could be unsightly or it could be uncomfortable, it could be painful. Mm-hmm. Um, so patients, uh, after they've had these other conditions treated, will sometimes then come to us for the, the side effects of those medications. Well, it's a wonderful thing that they've gotten over their infection uh, or, or their other condition. Uh, they, it has now caused a, a secondary condition um, that sometimes we can treat with plastic surgery, such as fat removal or yeah. skin removal or something along those lines. Yeah, for, for me, it was anytime I uh, go under the knife or have some 
surgeries, I had to deal, you have to deal with AFib. And so, first of all, you have to get your cardiologist on board and then move on from there. So it's a, it's a multi-pronged thing. And I'm sure that's, that happens to you more than, more than a few. You probably get the, the info uh, from uh, the other doctors before you even make a move, right? I mean, you have to have everything, all the factors, all the information before you go forward, right? Everything has to be in, in, in order and all the conditions met before you even make a move, right? Yes, yeah. we absolutely do. Uh, mm. You know, one of the uh, procedures that I do commonly is, is what we call a tummy tuck or an abdominoplasty mm-hmm. procedure. And a lot of times these are uh, women that are coming to us after um, having had children yep. and they're working out, they're, uh, they're eating right, they're, you know, they're back to work, they're doing everything they can to get back to their normal lifestyle, but just the changes of the body after pregnancy and delivery um, sometimes results in effects of excess skin mm. or laxity of an abdominal wall that just can't be completely changed or completely reverted back with mm. uh, diet exercise alone. So a lot of these patients will seek us out directly, and mm. um, we'll do a consultation, and, and if we deem that a patient is a good candidate for these types of surgeries, and we will work with their primary care providers or their cardiologists to ensure that uh, any uh, comorbid condition, such as hypertension or something along those lines, or in your case, atrial fibrillation, yep. all of those conditions are, are controlled and optimized before we would take that person to the operating room. Because in that case, it's an elective procedure. Mm-hmm. Now, it's one that has amazing um, beneficial psychological effects for patients. It can have uh, physiologic and uh, uh, um, physical benefits as well, mm-hmm. but at the same time, that's still considered an elective procedure, and in, in those settings, as with any procedure we do, we have to do it safely. Yeah, the difference between elective and non-elective, certainly in these times, uh, you step to the front of the head of the class when it's, elect- uh, when it's uh, uh, you know, non-elective, that's for sure. Uh, one of the things, too, age has to make a difference, right? Somebody 30 versus somebody 50, man, woman, does that make the gender make any, any difference in, in, uh, uh, in, your, in the uh, choice of surgeries? So gender doesn't factor uh, yeah. into play, um, you know, whether it's male or female. Uh, if, it, if it's a specific reconstructive procedure that that patient needs, uh, we, we don't factor in gender no. um, with regards to um, age, Recovery. that's always been an interesting question because yeah. everybody says, well, as I get older, I might not be a candidate for surgery, mm-hmm. right. or as I get older, I'm not sure that my body's going to be able to withstand it. And there's actually been a lot of studies that have looked at this, um, and there's no significant uh, specific answer, but I will say this, there is some consensus that it isn't not necessarily somebody's numeric age that is the mm. determining factor, but what we call their physiologic age, meaning that somebody that is healthy with no comorbidities, um, they uh, eat right, they're at their optimum weight, they uh, exercise, they're in good cardiovascular condition at 65 years old, may be a very good candidate for surgery versus somebody that is a little bit younger but has 
maybe some comorbidities that would increase their risk for surgery. Yeah. So we don't necessarily look at that age um, as the, the defining point. We always take the person as a whole and say, okay, what is your, what is your specific candidacy, rather than lumping people in the groups. I, 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 I personally think when you, when you treat a patient, um, anybody that comes into my office, they are an individual. There's nobody else around. Mm. And we're focused on what, who they are and what they need and what's going to be the most uh, beneficial procedure or sometimes saying no, not doing a procedure for that person. Right. Okay. We're talking with Dr. Nathaniel Holtzman, St. Mary Healthline Plastic Surgery, and he's the division chief. We're coming right back. Pain is the enemy. Motion is victory. So the St. Mary orthopedic team replaces knees and hips. We mend spines. We mend people with brilliant technology and simple human kindness. So you can go home faster and happier. That's our mission. Call 8447-ST-MARY or visit stmaryhealthcare.org slash ortho. Energy costs are skyrocketing. Now's the time to upgrade your old heater and air conditioning systems to more efficient units to save on your utility bills. Harris Comfort can also handle all your propane needs, as well as providing sales and service on whole house generators. Harris Comfort is still family-owned and has been serving our area for over 60 years, providing sales, service, installation, and peace of mind. Call 215-788-4596 or go to harriscomfort.com. Harris Comfort, still family and still local. We now return to St. Mary Healthline. A lot of great information, and for more, you can visit the website, stmaryhealthcare.org, front slash plastic surgery. You may even find the smiling face of Dr. Nathaniel Holtzman, I would think. Right there, you got a cover, are you a cover guy too, doctor? You do a little lecturing on the road and everything else to, about what uh. you do? I do. I, yeah. I very much enjoy uh, teaching and educating. Uh, I've been involved with the teaching of some of the uh, several uh, residency programs in the area with regards to plastic surgery and, yeah. and general surgery. I enjoy teaching the medical students. Uh, plus, I, you know, I think it's a very uh, fun environment when you go into uh, different uh, locations. Uh, you know, sometimes we'll speak in churches or synagogues or mm-hmm. local community events to educate people about uh, breast cancer or breast reconstruction options or even body contouring and things along those lines. And when you're when you're with people in their own environment uh, and outside that hospital or, or medical office setting, uh, it's a lot of fun because people relax. They ask a lot of, you know, those burning questions that have always been on their mind and, and it always ends up to uh, being a fun experience. Yeah, it's got to be a, a great thrill for you when you uh, the finished product and people, are, the, the looks on their faces probably... Uh, and it probably is worth, uh, I don't know how many words, or you can't really put a price on something like that, right? Some of the thrill and everything else that, uh, that goes along with uh, making the people whole and better and uh, and uh, feel better about themselves. You know, yeah. there's a lot of rewarding things in medicine, and yeah. uh, it's a humbling, it's a very, very humbling yeah. uh, experience when uh, a patient comes to you or um, a husband or a wife Sure. Or a parent uh, comes to you and says, you know, please take care of my loved one mm-hmm. um, and and please help us through an experience. And whether it's reconstruction, getting somebody through uh, a cancer, or whether it's cosmetic and somebody just uh, wants to improve their appearance, which will really overall uh, impact um, their self-confidence and, and their ability to move forward. 
uh, you know, when you see those patients two, three, six months, a year out from surgery, um, and you see the the restoration back to their selves and, and their confidence is built mm-hmm. and they're back to a normal life. Um, that That's why I go into work every day. That's why I went into medicine, and, and that's mm-hmm. what keeps pushing us forward to want to do more for yeah. people. It's very empowering, that's for sure. Is, uh, was there a calling that you felt, doctor, in school, or you just felt, boy, this is uh, what I want to do? Are, you're, are you, you're from the area, right, or, or not? Mm-hmm. I actually grew up in uh, in Baltimore uh-huh. um, and uh, went to school uh, in the Maryland area mm. and did my training up in Boston. Um, wow. I, I actually found this area um, as it was a little bit uh, closer to home uh, than, mm-hmm. than Boston, uh, but it was just, you know, the, the, the area is beautiful. I mean, yeah. it's, there's, there's nothing that can be said about its beauty, and the community is such a wonderful, warm, and loving community, and, and the hospital system with St. Mary is really what drew me here to help uh, build the plastic and reconstructive services that we have here. Uh, and the calling to surgery, I think, was a natural one. Um, I grew up playing baseball and always wanting to be a part of a team, and mm-hmm. and that's what surgery is. Um, medicine as a whole, but surgery specifically, um, you can't you know have one person do their job without three other people helping. Um, so we all work kind of as this integrated group, going back to the, you know the choreography like we talked about at the beginning of the show, and mm-hmm. actually specifically plastic surgery. I was drawn to that um, during my general surgery training here. So um, I took the long route. I got boarded in general surgery and then went on to do extra uh, yeah. training in plastic <laughs> surgery. But uh, during my general surgery years, uh, I really actually fell in love with pediatric surgery. Yes. Um, but I, I wanted to have a more of a what we call a general career, and, and that means you can treat a, a lot of different conditions. You can treat um, uh, people of all different ages. Um, and similar to pediatric surgery, plastic surgery, you get to see your results. You you get to really kind of analyze exactly what it is that you did well and sometimes what you think you can improve upon. Um, and that's the, to me, that's the beauty of plastic surgery is that uh, there, there's, there's no question of what you did or what you didn't do. You can truly just analyze it uh, directly. Um, and it's always a challenge, and that's why every day going into work, uh, I get to see something different. Sometimes um, it, it's it's looking at uh, a cancer. Uh, sometimes it's you know how do we fix uh, this leg wound, and and sometimes it's just you know how do we you know get rid of a couple of wrinkles. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's what makes it so interesting is that uh, it always keeps you on your toes. All right, your old baseball player, probably a pitcher. Said, that guy's a real surgeon out there with that control. <laughs> I mean, how do they know anyway? But uh, do you get a chance? You're talking about all the teamwork and you get input and you have some input and some say on how the direction of the program is going and what to do. That's what Division Chief is about that. Do you get involved with any R&D research and development, Doctor, that, uh, I, you know, that's what really turns on a lot of people. It's great now, but there's also a few things that could be coming and it's just like anything else. Uh, it has to be a little exciting, too, anticipation of some research and development that can actually uh, advance your process even further. Uh, yes, yeah, we're, we're involved in, in, in many research studies um, and trying to stay at the forefront of uh, technology and medicine. 
so the beauty of St. Mary is that um, we are a 375-bed hospital. We serve a wonderful, large community, um, and then we're also part of the, the Trinity Health uh, Mid-Atlantic uh, mm-hmm. uh, hospital system as well as the Trinity Health System uh, as a whole across the country. So right. what that allows us to do is uh, it provides us access um, to being a part of national studies, um, local studies, um, in, in which we can really push the envelope um, and make sure that what we're doing here in our community um, is at the forefront of medicine and that what we mm-hmm. can uh, bring to our patients is the most up-to-date uh, care that they could receive. No uh, so what I like, I like to look at our, our community hospital as, as uh, a... a a system that can provide uh, academic-type care, but just right in your backyard. I bet. Yeah, and, uh, well, let's talk a little process here before. We've got about two, two, three minutes left. Someone would go about making an appointment, getting the process rolling. Does somebody refer someone to you? Uh, are you the, the first stop, or how does, that, uh, how does the process work to, to, to get something done? So there's a lot of different ways to come and see us. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, first is if somebody has a condition that they're being followed by their dermatologist or their primary care physician or another surgeon or an oncologist, then, you know, sometimes their physicians will refer those patients directly to us. Um, like you said, we have a wonderful nurse navigation team at St. Mary. Um, so a lot of times uh, patients will find us through the nurse navigators. Patients can always call us directly. Mm-hmm. Um, we always are, are happy to hear from patients. Um, they can, you know, our, our phone number and all of our information is listed on that website. Um, and they can call us directly to schedule an appointment. They can email us. Um, I get probably, you know, 20 to 30 emails from new patients a day, uh, just, uh, asking, uh, questions. Um, sometimes it doesn't lead to them coming in, but it's, you know, we're always happy to hear from anybody, anybody that we can help. Great. I'm more than happy to, to entertain those questions. Yeah. So through our website, through email, through uh, through just calling, uh, and then also through their physicians. Um, they can find us uh, through multitude mm-hmm. of ways. Final question, Dr. Uh, Dr. Holtzman. It's, uh, I know it's where you are and, and where you are now, where you were, where you are. Where would you like to be? Is there kind of like a mission statement going on out there, or something you'd like to see that uh, said, boy, I, I, give me a magic wand. I'd like something here to happen. You see you see something moving forward that you're you're pretty excited about? Well, the the first thought that comes to mind is I, I want to see us recover as mm-hmm. a community. Mm-hmm. I want to see us recover as a, as a hospital, mm-hmm. um, and I want to see us kind of moving forward um, once we uh, learn how to navigate through and beyond mm-hmm. um, this pandemic. So mm-hmm. I want to see our community healthy. I want to see our patients healthy. I want to see our our, our colleagues and our, our health workers in, in, in our community uh, be stronger um, after we move forward through this pandemic. Uh, from a practice standpoint, um, it has always been my goal to uh, want to serve our entire community. Uh, and I think as our practice continues to grow and continues to offer the latest technologies and the latest treatments, um, whether it be for reconstruction or whether it be for cosmetic, uh, to, to truly be that uh, go-to uh, uh, practice that people can just call and say, I can get 
everything I need there. I just want to see that grow. Um, and, and, I, and I want patients to uh, feel empowered to say, we know we can call uh, Dr. Holzman or we can call uh, you know, St. Mary Plastic and Reconstructive Surgery to, to have a uh, uh, backbone for, for the services we need. Well said. Okay, we'll uh, finish on that note. And uh, Dr. Holzman, thank you for uh, taking the time and good luck. Hope to have you back on. We'll keep on talking about uh, a lot of great topics and what's going on in the medical world, to be sure. Thank you so much. Well, I appreciate it. I want to say happy Nurses Day to yes. all of our wonderful, wonderful, wonderful nurses that are out there. And uh, I hope everybody stays safe and healthy as we continue to to move forward through this pandemic. And, and again, my gratitude goes out to all of those people that have been working so hard at St. Mary to take care of, of all of us, myself included, and in our community. So thank you. Thank you so much, Doctor. Appreciate it. All right. That's another one in the books. Dr. Nathaniel Holtzman, Plastic Surgeon, Division Chief at St. Mary Plastic and Reconstructive Surgery as part of our St. Mary, uh, St. Mary Health Line, which you check in with us Wednesdays at 9 here on WBCB. We-